Yo, what's going on? It's your girl, Nicole Coco Patrice. We're here with another episode of Chillin' Venus Mas Finas. Um, I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm in my loungewear, okay? Um, happy Thanksgiving. By the time that this airs, you sh you guys should be, you know, you should have your turkey already thawed, okay? And basted or whatever. I don't make turkeys, so I don't know what you do first with it. But I know you got to thaw that bitch. You got to take the shits out the middle of it. And you got to season it and slather it with all your stuff on there, right? And get your dressing and all. So if you ain't started doing all of that yet, what's today? Yeah, by the time you, you're listening to this, you go take that turkey out and get the get it going, okay? That's all I got to say about that. But um, for those of you who are celebrating, happy Thanksgiving. I hope that you guys are having um, peaceful and non-toxic um, interactions with your family and friends. <laughs> One day I'll be able to say family and friends without the air quotes family and friends child because uh you know this is when that toxicity is at an all-time high y'all be going to go hang out with your loved ones some of you and they ain't really loving you and now you got to recover mentally for the next 10 11 months then got the audacity to be buying these people gifts and shit and trying to front and stuff for them and they don't give a fuck about you. They're going to talk about you like a dog. Even after you die, they're going to talk about you like a dog, like they do Michael Jackson still. Man can't defend himself. 40-year tribute to the Triller. We're going to talk about that. We are going to talk about that because it's it's a lot. So this week, you know, I've been, man, I've been writing stuff. I've been trying to, you know, really like come up with just my light over here. I've been writing stuff. I've been trying to come up with, you know, some type of my bad job. I'm trying to, I'm still trying to situate myself. So I've been trying to come up with some sort of, you know, concise topic to talk about this week. Cause I, I wanted to try to get away from some of the current event stuff and really talk about some of the more spiritual stuff that I wanted to get into. But like that was the whole premise of the show. It's like I really want to be able to take things that we see on a regular basis as a as a collective because I feel like that's where a lot of the social engineering is happening is that we're seeing things as a collective in the media, in you know, on social media, in the news, etc. And then we're you know, movies, music, etc. And we're taking all of that in and we're not collectively we're not um deciphering like what this shit is doing to us on a spiritual level or on a subconscious level right so that's like that's always my thing is like i'm reading energy like before i see anything else i see the energy behind something so you can come at me and you can say all of the fucking nice little words you want to put together but when i when i know your vibe is on some toxic destructive stuff I'm already reading that and I'm going to respond to you as such. I don't fucking play that, that bullshit. You do, you could do all that nice forked tongue, you know, smile on my face shit all you want, but I see the motherfucking energy you coming with. And one of the things is people don't understand is when you're spiritual, baby, not only will I be reading your energy, baby, I will, if I can't figure it out physically, the dream world will put me on what the fuck you're doing. Trust and believe. I'll have a dream about some shit and be like, oh, okay, that's what this motherfucker was on. Got it. Got it. And, and, and baby, my intuition don't miss. It don't 
miss, okay? Um, I remember specifically um, when the um, pandemic started, I had, I, so I was very obsessed with like going to Cuba. I was like, I'm going to Cuba. I don't give a fuck. Like, and something told me, so before we even knew about coronavirus, um, I, you know, I was getting ready to book the tickets. I was, I was like in the planning stages, but I don't think I booked anything yet. Right. And then I had, um, a dream. Uh, about the upcoming trip, like, you know, about me planning this trip. And so in the dream, all I remember the most specific thing I remember or the thing that still stands out to me was very vividly, I was in an airport with my kids and it was like dark and it was like empty and it was just creepy as hell. It was like, where the fuck is everybody? Like, why are we in this airport alone? Um, and you know, and we just kind of were walking through, it was just like echoes and just really like creepy. And so I had that dream. I'm stubborn, even though I knew intuition was trying to tell me something. I booked the trip anyway. And then lo and behold, like two weeks after coronavirus and everything got shut down and the flights were canceled and that was it. And I was like, wow, that dream really was trying to tell me something. Um, another one like specifically, I mean, I've had, I've had multiple, but like another one that really stands out, um, there was a time when I had a uh, supervisor who he was giving, like his energy was always really like, you know, friendly and all of that. But I knew it was like some old slick shit going on. And especially after um, he tried to, he, he tried, I was an assistant manager and his bitch ass tried to sit me down for a review, um, you know, an evaluation um, to say that, um, oh, you're great. You're all this, you're all that. But then he, when it came to like, you know, oh yeah, as far as how I treat the subordinates and like how I, you know, uh, my, you know, uh, you know, more so like how I get along with everyone and like how I, my human relations, right? Um, he tried to say that I was combative and I was problematic, etc. right? So this, not my motherfucking doorbell right now. You see what I'm saying? You motherfuckers don't want shit no other time. Now what the fuck is going on? Um, so time out. Recording, so ain't that some shit? You know what I mean? Ain't that some shit? I'm sitting here trying to do what I got to do, and Amazon fulfillment they, they don't ring the bell no other goddamn time, they just leave the shit any other motherfucking time. Now they want to ring the motherfucking bell. I'm trying to report the devil is busy, my people. The devil is busy. The devil wears an Amazon vest. Now I'm just playing. I shout out to my Amazon. <laughs> shout out to my Amazon workers. Oh, this with this here. <laughs> 
I'm bootleg, y'all. Yeah, I just literally went to go answer my door. But um, <laughs> I got my Hebrews to Negroes. Uh huh. Y'all thought y'all was stopping something. Y'all thought y'all was stopping something, pulling it out of Barnes and Noble. Still on Amazon, though. Bitches. Anyway. I ain't came to play with y'all. So anyway, so like I was saying, I had the dream. Um, well, the, so the guy he was trying to say, you know, okay, well, you know, she she don't get along with the other staff, and so one of the situations wherein he was trying to pinpoint. So I said, okay, I don't get along with the staff. What am I doing to the staff? Like specifically, what did I do to staff? And he was like, well, certain people don't like how you um talk to them. Da -da 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 -da. And I mean, that's been a problem my whole life. Cause baby, I'm not gonna miss words. Like I said, I'm reading your energy. You want some BS with me? I'm gonna come straight to. I'm, 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 I'm going to talk past physical you. I'm going to go straight to soul you. And people don't like that shit. They're like, no, no, no. Deal with this fake little facade that I'm putting up. No, I'm not dealing with the fucking facade. I'm going straight to real you. And I'm talking to your soul, little bitch. Because I know your soul know better. If your mama ain't raised you right, the physical earth plane you right, I know the motherfucking universe will raise soul you better than what the fuck you acting like right now. So that's who the fuck I'm finna talk to. Because I'm done with you, you little, you little uh, peon. Okay, you little, you little representative. You little straw man. That's, I'm, I don't deal with the, the straw man never so anyway so i said okay so can you tell me you know because if you're trying to correct me right if that's what the point of the evaluation is is for my growth then you need to give me specifics as to what you're talking about because you can't just make a generalization about that people just don't like me because that sounds to me that just sound like hate right so he couldn't give me no specifics um he tried to say um you know, it was just, he started saying it was multiple staff members, like it's not just one. And I said, okay, well, if it's so many instances and it's so many people, just name one. And he couldn't do it. And then you could see he physically started getting like red and flustered. He even, and then what was weird is out of everyone else's evaluations, he did mine like in a public space as opposed to in the office, just me and him. He went and we met like in the, in the daily plaza, bro. Like during like rush hour or some shit. Like he really thought I was gonna whoop his fucking ass, bro. It was so weird right so <laughs> so i said okay so you're not gonna give me no specifics but i was already like i already know who you're talking about it was like one girl one or two girls they used to try to steal my sales we worked in the shoe store and we would get commission and i was a manager but i still could get commission by making sales on the floor now i was never like trying to step on their toes like i was a good enough salesperson and i was there enough of the day that you know i was fine like i made enough by my my hourly rate i wouldn't be trying to like take food out their mouths never you know what i mean i was always you know i would nudge them like hey there's someone over there did you get them did you know so to say i was like hating you could never right but what happened this one time or it actually happened more than once maybe two or three times but i caught the girl and i finally said something this final time and that's what I guess prompted her to approach the guy and feel like she was intimidated by me because I wasn't going to sit there and let her keep stealing my sales because okay so if I genuinely get a sale that's my sale right and so especially if you were ignoring a customer and that's one thing if you were like overwhelmed I'll help you out you know what I mean but if you were like just sitting over there eating or talking on your phone or chit-chatting or like ignoring a customer because you want some all because some of them would be a little prejudiced so they'll see a black family they'll see some black people coming there and they're oh, they not gonna buy nothing and they'll ignore them and then they get mad because then the I will go over there and talk to them and that's exactly what happened this time it was a black family or a black guy with a kid or something and I remember I went to him and I started talking to him and I saw like him two pairs of shoes like he had like three kids they all got shoes like it was just like it was maybe like five or six shoe sale right and so that's when the bitches start hating 
And one of the hoes came over there and she literally tried to ring up the shoes under her number to get the commission. And I caught her and I said, oh, excuse me, I know you've seen them shoes sitting there already. And I know you saw me talking to him. So make sure you ring them up under me because you did not earn that sale at all. Okay. Um, and so she got mad about it. And I guess she went and snitched. And so that's when he decided, oh, I'm going to pull this bitch and, you know, everybody's scared of you because you this and you that. Oh, okay. I'm intimidating little old 5'5 five, five me. You know what I mean? 5'5, five, five, 100 something. And I, I think I was pregnant at the time. That's what was so crazy. I was pregnant at the time. So, yeah, I'm I'm so scary. Um, <laughs> so I ended up, um, uh, after that, I ended up having a dream because um, I remember he said something about like the regional manager would be there. And there was a few incidents like there was a door that fell on um, almost fell on customers on the street, like a big glass door. We were on State Street at the Palmer House Hilton. So this is really going to make it very clear what company this was <laughs> at this point. But we're on State Street, Chicago, Palmer House Hilton flagship store. OK, they have these huge um doors that are like um i don't know what that material is but it's a heavy ass metal so it's probably steel and like something uh some sort of um you know um alloy or whatever metal and it's like the whole frame of the door and then this huge glass and these doors are like it's almost 10 feet tall like they're eight feet tall you know and like thick heavy doors like it would take all the force of god to open them sometimes you know especially against the wind right and so i remember there was a very windy day and i was standing there and i had been said i said those doors feel very insecure and i remember uh a couple customers pulled it that day and i was like it looks like something's off and i reported it to one of the managers the other managers and they ignored me we had other situations in there too where it was like things that they constructed because they were trying to do shit so fast you know they don't care these businesses don't care they throw shit together they don't give a fuck who they hurt in the long run they just want to open it up for business right so there was like uh these columns that had like um a metal um edge and they were so thin that it cut me one time and there's kids that come in the store all the time very kid-friendly store so i'm thinking you know i if i cut myself here just handling my business like i just remember i grabbed the edge like leaned on it for some reason and it literally took a chunk out of my hand like it just sliced a chunk of skin off and i brought it to someone's attention to the manager the store manager's attention and the regional manager's attention and they just like were like oh okay and never did anything about it so they clearly didn't give a fuck who got injured right so um and then, you know i mentioned I'm like kids could get hurt you know they didn't care right so until so now i'm being a problem right I'm, I'm i'm too observant i'm too quick to report things and to and, you know i'm gonna i'm gonna cost them money you know because they gotta have construction people come back in here and evaluate safety hazards right so the door was super janky and i was always you know leery of it and then that day i heard you know like i said the clinking just sounded really weird and so he ignored my complaint and then lo and behold, at some point during the day, a customer pulled the door open and it just fell out the frame. Big ass, like I said, it's this thick, like the door's like this thick, maybe like four or five, six inches thick. It's almost 10 feet tall door, all metal and glass. Like it's heavy. The door had to weigh, that door, one door, and it's a double door. One door had to weigh I don't know. I would say as far as me just being able to gauge from how I would open the door, uh, that door had to weigh at least 
80 pounds like it had to been like <laughs> you know what i mean like that door was like fucking at least 80 pounds like i didn't know it's more than that i know it was way more than that and i'm talking about just because it's hinged and that's giving me the leverage to pull it so just off of my own physical you know what i mean so i know that door was probably probably way more than that um and the fucking door fell out the frame on a busy rush hour you know foot traffic state street and people are you know always walking back and forth walking back and forth children dogs elderly everybody people working downtown people tourists you know all of that the door fell flat out the frame crash right onto the sidewalk barely missed a guy like i literally saw it happening in slow motion i'm like oh my god i'm about to see somebody fucking die and like barely missed a guy and nobody got hurt thank god and so fast forward so i i know i was problematic because i was like see you know i told y'all and y'all didn't listen so i know they were like okay we gotta get rid of this bitch <laughs> she a problem and not only that i was pregnant and i was the inventory manager so there was a lot of um you know inventory with these high shelves and i'm like i'm i had to i was the inventory manager so i'm like sometimes if the workers weren't getting what i was saying i would have to physically just do something myself you know because they sometimes they would act slow and like i said a lot of these girls didn't like me so they would intentionally just not do things so i would have to like sometimes i'd end up on a ladder or if the, the ladder wasn't available i just when i wasn't pregnant i gotten used to like climbing the shelf and you know moving things and doing things as i had to do them so um i think he saw me do that a couple times and he was like oh my god i gotta get this pregnant girl out of here because if she gets hurt <laughs> this will be my fault right and and then i heard someone say something like to the effect of they don't like so fast forward i met another manager who i talked about after i wasn't working there anymore who worked at uh this uh this brand or whatever um this chain and they were like no they don't like like for whatever reason they have a thing where they discriminate against pregnant women and i was like are you serious i'm like for this to be a kid centered you know environment how are they gonna be like how do they think that fucking kids get here like how are you gonna hate on somebody being pregnant you know what i mean so and like i was feeling that vibe like they're just mad i'm pregnant and i'm like obviously pregnant here at work you know and not to be shitting on the gay community but I've noticed that some of these gay men, they get really mad at you for being a pregnant woman. I don't know. I've gotten that vibe from a couple of, and this guy, the, the store manager was LGBTQ and his vibe was very much like he wasn't feeling, you know, this product of heterosexuality happening here. I don't know. Or I'm not saying that only, you know, whatever. I'm not getting into all that. Fuck. You know what the fuck I'm saying? You got a problem with it. Tune the fuck off. So i was like okay this dude is something's off like me and him not getting along the vibe was off and then my dream happened um the day before he said that the regional manager would be there and she was kind of weird anyway like me and her weren't really getting along and i had the dream that i saw us physically in the office or in the back and like something happened where like i she said something crazy to me and i grabbed her by her shoulders and i like pushed her down on the ground like sat her down like listen here you know and oh my god so i just that was etched in my mind so, so that clearly that dream was trying to tell me okay some shit's gonna go down so i need you to like be on your best behavior before you do some crazy shit right and so i get to work the next day and lo and behold she's there and she's talking crazy to me and i'm just like all right whatever um and then so i guess whatever she was trying to rile me up and get me to do something to get fired that day it didn't work so then they literally set me up later that night um and lied and said i like i gave money to this guy that i wasn't supposed to for like uh you know you do the cash payouts for uh like when they have vendors and stuff so they had this guy come in and pretend he was a vendor 
And he and she was on the phone with another manager. I was clocked out. The other man, so I was clocked out. I was on my way to class, but I was like eating and I was like, you know, getting my homework together or something like that before I went to class down the street. And so on my way to class, um, well, I was about to leave to go to class, but before I left, she grabbed me, the manager, the other manager on duty, she assistant manager, she's like, Hey, um, um, the, you know, the regional manager's on the phone. She wants you to give this guy this money. Um, I can't do it because my code's not working. And it, 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 it sounded stupid. And I think I asked her like a couple follow-up questions and, but then she like put the phone to my ear or she, you know, she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she confirmed she was talking to the, the manager, you know, who gives the authorization to give these paid outs. And I don't know why I didn't double check or like question it. And I took her word for it. So I just put my code in, even as stupid as it sounded, like, why is her code not working? I put my code in, she opened the drawer, she gave him the money. Like you saw it all on camera. Like she was the one who physically did it. I wasn't even on the clock. So I get a call immediately after that. Um, like, oh, you weren't supposed to do that. And you know, you're suspended without pay. Da, 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 da. I'm like, what? So, all right, whatever. So I'm like arguing that. And then like HR calls me and they're like, oh, you quit, didn't you? You quit. And I was like, I didn't quit. You're saying that. I was like, this is call recorded. Like, are you crazy? You're putting words in my mouth. So they literally like set me up to, um, to, to be terminated behind that shit. But it was just, it was just so wild because I had a dream and I like saw this shit happening um, intuitively. So I don't know why I got into all that, but I was just saying like, don't fuck with me because I, okay, the dream world will tell me what I don't know physically. And the physical world, I mean, I'm pretty in tune here on the conscious side, but the subconscious is a motherfucker, okay? Don't, don't fuck around and find out or fuck around and find out your problem, not mine. Anyway, so, um, all right, so what were we gonna talk about today? That I just I don't know. I had to get that shit out the way because baby, we because because you know what? That's probably why I brought it up because I, I feel like y'all don't understand. We are in a spiritual war right now. It is going down. So to to you know what I really you know wanted to talk about today, what everybody was talking about or is talking about, um. It's kind of died down a little bit with the Kyrie Irving situation. Um, the brother ended up apologizing for like the fourth time now. And he was allowed to play again after eight games, I believe, seven game or eight game suspension. He just played this past Sunday against the, who they played, Memphis? Uh, I can't remember. But they just played this past Sunday. They won. Um, and during that game, the Barclays uh, Center in Brooklyn was surrounded by these guys from UIU. IUC or IUIC, uh, International Union or something for Christ or something. I don't know. So whatever this group is, they said that they're like, people were calling them a cult. People were saying that ADLs already uh, uh, defined them as a hate group and, you know, all this shit, right? So the guys were around the Barclays, like, chanting and singing or whatever in support of Kyrie Irving. They were saying to boycott the NBA. There probably were other people that were not part of this group outside as well, you know, participating. The media did not really cover this. You only saw a couple off, you know, uh you know, kind of not mainstream, um, um, you know, uh, basketball blogs and, you know, reporters uh, that, 
that publicized this, Jalen Brown uh, retweeted a, uh, you know, a video of them out there and uh, captioned it energy. And then he immediately went back to have to apologize or like clarify that, oh, I thought they were like Omegas and like, I didn't know, you know, some fraternity and I didn't know that that was who that was. And I was just, you know, in support of, you know, black unity or whatever he, however he phrased it. And I'm just like, I don't, is that what we really, that's what we're doing now? Um, even with Kyrie ap apologizing, people were mad. Like a lot of people felt, and I mean, I understand it. A lot of people felt betrayed that Kyrie apologized um, just because, you know, hey, like he didn't really do anything wrong. Um, and I just, you know, I don't understand it. I don't understand why you're mad at him for apologizing because like, I didn't expect him to apologize again and again and again. Um, I really felt like, like I, I said in that episode, I really felt like he was going to retire. Um, but I did say that, you know, there, it wasn't going to be like a cut and dry thing. And that I feel like if he were moved to do anything other than just say forget it and walk away is because he has more concern about everyone else than himself and what it looks like, like he cares more about other people. And I said that he cares more about how other people around him are affected by what he does than what it does to him himself. Like, I really feel like he has very much put himself out as a sacrificial, like he, 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 he puts himself out there to take the heat for things, um, for other people. And he puts himself in harm's way and, and, and very, and does it, you know, very, um, unapologetically, and very um in a very humble way and so i feel like if you listen to his actual apology i feel like where people are feeling offended and you know betrayed by him you know there were people who were like oh he don't got no integrity he took the money he gonna he gonna let these people book break him you know uh black man we gotta we gotta stand up now Most of you motherfuckers, oh, I'm sorry, let me be nice. So the people who were offended <laughs> by Kyrie apologizing to appease those, because if you listen to his words, he just apologized, not for what he posted, he apologized for the content that may have been, uh, that he did not put in any context that may have been hurtful to other people. Um, and to reiterate that he has love for everybody. I feel like he didn't, he didn't apologize for, for posting the, the link. He didn't apologize for posting the link. He just apologized for what in it may have been harmful to other people or however they were threatened. He did say that whoever felt threatened. So if you listen carefully to what he's saying, he really put that shit back on their ass. Go back and listen to that shit. If you was mad at Kyrie, you feel like he sold out. Go back and listen to that shit. Kyrie sent the corporate email. That's what Kyrie did. He did what you motherfuckers do every day at work. All you motherfuckers that's out here fucking judging him. I guarantee you, you got a boss that's talking crazy to your ass right now in a motherfucking email thread. And your bitch ass, good morning, sir. Good day. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Let me get that to you right away. Please forgive me for my tardiness to respond to this email. You bitch ass niggas is licking somebody motherfucking boot right now to pay a bill. You know what I mean? 
So don't go, don't, don't do that. Black people, don't do that. We can, we gotta stop. That's that house nigga, sleeps field nigga shit. You know, um, I think Paul Mooney had a joke or a bit where he talked about that. Where it's like, okay, y'all can say that the slave, you know, the slaves outside, you know, on the field uh, was stronger or more um, black or more, uh, you know, down and 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 uh, uh, you know, for the people than the house it nigga. But really, you don't know what the fuck was going on in the house. Uh, it's, a, it's been a, a few comedians who talked about that shit. Like, house niggas was... The, the nigga in the house was taking a lot of shit, too. Shit, he wasn't getting no break. The woman working in the house wasn't getting no break. She getting raped by the damn slave master. She getting harassed by everybody else in the goddamn family. Abused, okay? And then she got to be there for they... Every, he or she had to be there for they every goddamn whim in that house. You don't know what they was going through up in there. Or we did, but we we choosing to forget. And a lot of times, like he said, they was poisoning the food. They was cutting up glass in the food. They was, you know what I mean? They was doing little shit here and there, trying to help people out on the field and get everybody up out of there. So don't, don't do that. Don't think because somebody light skinned or somebody, you know, bougie or somebody got this money and they, you know, stop doing that. Let's stop doing that. You judge a person by their actions, not by, you know, definitely not about the words you think you heard them say in a certain situation, especially when we're talking about dealing with our white oppressors. Okay. Like you already know is uh, back in y'all wouldn't have made it through them times back in the fifties and, and the forties and, you know, Jim Crow and, and sharecropping era. Y'all wouldn't have made it. Cause you had to put on face for massa. I'm not saying that's what we all got to do. I'm not saying you got to, you know, then go, if that's, if you want to knock, if you book, go ahead and knock, if you book, but understand you gonna have to pay the consequences for that. Kyrie playing a long game. Okay. Cause at the end of the day, they go owe him money. They already owe him money for that vaccine. And they're going to owe him money for the, um, they're going to owe him money for them suspensions too, because somebody pointed out, they said it's on these law blogs. If you go look it up, the law blogs are saying that, um, based on his contract, they were supposed to release him if they weren't going to let him reinstate him after the five games. You told him five games, you, you went beyond five games. So now you just left him in limbo when he should have been released to be a free agent. So now you held him up, stopped his bag. You know what I mean? You punishing him outside of your own uh, power and you, you know, you took it too far. So the lawsuits is coming. Not only to have that, they defamed his character. They then ruined his Nike deal. Nike with they self-righteous asses. But back to what I'm saying is you Negroes cannot sit here and try to hold Kyrie to a higher standard than you hold yourself and the people around you. You want him to tell them, screw your team and screw your, your basketball and, and, and walk away from everything that he built up. And the people that he, you know, play with and he care about and his family and whatever else. Y'all want him to throw all that away to to be the shining, you know, beacon of black integrity. And then y'all gonna dog him when he broke and he ain't got nothing. Y'all niggas ain't gonna come to his aid because you niggas don't even want to stop watching the NBA long enough to let these people feel it. Y'all ain't even said nothing about boycotting Nike. Then y'all want to criticize them black Israelites for going around the Barclays and protesting. I've seen so many black people on there. This, oh, this really ain't a good look. Y'all just making it harder for him again. That's why I love when the post-game conference came on. What Kyrie say? 
I, uh, I, I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, okay, that, that happened. Okay, well, I'm here to talk about basketball. So he about to Marshawn Lynch, y'all niggas in the press conferences now. I'm here to talk about basketball. So he got, he, he, he know what he's doing. He's sending a corporate email. Okay, to whom it may concern. I hope this email finds you in, in the best uh, circumstances. Okay. When I don't give a fuck, when actually it's fuck you. Thank you very much with a spell. Fuck you through my teeth. Fuck you through my teeth. Okay. Baby bad. So y'all can y'all gotta stop. We gotta stop. We have to stop. So then you got half of these folks who was fake riding for him. Now they didn't flip on him again. Um, and then the other half, you know, hopefully are the, the solid ones who said, we're not watching NBA. We're not buying this shit until y'all make this right. Um, but black people, come on. We, we are our own worst enemy when it comes to this. I don't understand. Uh, I don't understand. So I just want to say, shit, fuck it. Kyrie apologized. I apologize too. I apologize if I offended anybody by calling you the N word, the J word, the Q word, the P word, the F word, whatever words I may have used that have hurt you. I want you to know from the bottom of my heart, I'm asking for you to forgive me because most of you niggas ain't finna ride for me in the motherfucking first place. <laughs> when I mess my bag up, where the fuck you niggas gonna be like, yeah, I told your ass, you can't be doing that shit. You got enough, you got a book dance for these motherfuckers. You got a motherfucking tap dance for these niggas. You know what I mean? Y'all want me to tap dance. I ain't tap dancing, but I will apologize. And I, I will say any sponsors, <laughs> any sponsors or any persons who uh, uh, want to affiliate with Nicole Patrice and the Chilindrinas Mosfinas brand. Um, I want you to know sincerely, I have a love for all people. And I apologize for any of my actions that may have hurt any group of people. That is never my goal to divide or uh, reduce any community or uh, highlight any negative uh, media or negative news about any community i do not want to be a detriment to any people and i would love us all to live in peace and harmony and get the bags get the bags together let's do it okay i i, I can't because you you negroes are fickle as fuck you can't ride for black people we fickle as hell i will keep trying to though i will keep trying okay but y'all fickle as hell I know y'all, some of you niggas would have been telling Martin Luther King and Malcolm X to sit their ass down and shut the fuck up. Y'all don't want them to talk to the politicians. Y'all don't want them to go meet with Trump and Biden about reparations. Y'all was talking about Cube. N.W.A. Cube. Y'all said he was a sellout. N.W.A. Ice Cube. Who started the Big Three Basketball League. He's a sellout. That's what y'all was saying. Y'all throw everybody away, just like Chris Brown. So we're going to get into the Chris Brown thing. So Chris Brown was supposed to perform at the AMAs. He had been rehearsing with Sierra. There was plenty of footage of this happening, you know, and actually the footage is going to go more viral than the AMAs could ever. But uh, these motherfuckers, fake woke, okay? They just ousted their CEOs, who I got to read more about that because they was on some... Disney on some bullshit, okay? So AMA was on ABC, I guess, and Disney on ABC or whatever the, the, the connection is there. Disney on some bullshit. They just switched out their CEOs again. They, they they out here battling 
uh, uh, this woke culture, I guess is what they're trying to call it. Everything convoluted. Stop saying woke. Y'all stupid. Like, all of this shit fucked up. It's a war on black people right now. If you ain't noticed that, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. It's always been a war, but they didn't turn the shit up. And I want to say it's because of the Black Lives Matter shit. They mad. They mad that y'all had these people worldwide out here trying to flex with y'all. You know what I mean? And y'all made, y'all shut their shit down for a little bit. And, 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 and all these people getting redeemed. You know, Colin Kaepernick, Kyrie Irving, they don't like none of that. So now it's a war. It's full out spiritual warfare on everybody. On everybody, regardless of race, creed, whatever. And and that's why you saw so many Jewish people come into Kyrie's defense too. They knew what the fuck was going on. Most of these people that's out here criticizing these people like this and going this hard are bots or they ain't got no fucking life. They motherfuckers who sit in their basement looking at blogs all motherfucking day, looking at the gossip columns all motherfucking day, and they're not in the real motherfucking world. They have no soul. They have a soul, but they so out of touch with it. And so now they want to sit there and bring everybody else down because they have they don't have any connection to this higher authority and to their spirit. Um, but yeah, so... Chris Brown's AMA tribute to Michael Jackson was canceled and nobody seems to have the courage to say with their full motherfucking throat or their chest, why? Um, so I found a link that says, according to reports, Puck News founder Matthew Baloney, I'm gonna figure out who the fuck he is, Baloney, sound like some bullshit, okay, says when he learned of Breezy's anticipated show, he immediately contacted higher ups at ABC and their parent company, Disney. He expressed concern saying the prospect of convicted of a convicted domestic abuser fetting an alleged child molester on a Disney network was cause for concern. Um, Michael Jackson is dead. Let's start with that. Michael Jackson is dead. He was never convicted, right? He was accused. So y'all gonna y'all can't even let this man be y'all can't even let this man be forgiven from the grave. He wasn't even convicted. He was found to be innocent. This court of public opinion is out of control. Cancel culture out of control and it's selective and it's racist as fuck let's just say it it's racist as fuck Brett Favre ain't get this kind of backlash for the full bullshit he was doing Harvey Weinstein ain't got the kind of backlash for that bullshit he was doing like you motherfuckers is full of shit so even Candace Owens had to come out and say some shit about Kyrie and the Kanye shit like I did not have Candace Owens being a pro-black militant and my bingo card for 2022. But she got more balls than a lot of you motherfuckers. And y'all ready to call her this and all of that. And y'all doing the same shit, if not worse, to y'all own community. I don't understand. So anyway. So they scrapped the AMA tribute to uh, Michael Jackson. Thriller turned 40, y'all. And, you know, this we sh we were robbed. But that's okay. We don't need you AMAs. Fuck y'all. Because Chris Brown is here and all of them going to do a better performance somewhere else. Believe that. But uh, Kelly Rowland presented, um, so during the AMAs, which I didn't watch, um, and I bet I found out none of y'all watched it neither. We getting all our clips from Twitter. Black Twitter. <laughs> Kelly presented the award for best R&B album. I believe his best R&B album, Chris Brown won. 
And she was met with a mixed reaction of boos and applause from the audience. So she started saying, now Chris Brown is not here tonight, so I'm accepting this award on his behalf. And they started booing and shit. And she was like, excuse me, chill out. She hit, she hit him with the church mama finger child and shut their ass the fuck up. I know that's right. And so <laughs> she said, uh, excuse me, chill out. She said, uh, I wanted to tell Chris, thank you so much for making R&B music. And I want to tell him, thank you for being an incredible performer. And I'll take this award and bring it to you. I love you. Congratulations. And congratulations to all the nominees in this category. Such a classy, classy queen. Okay. Kelly Rowland, shout out to you. So, of course, the media and the blogs and all these hateful, these hateful, miserable motherfuckers decided they was going to try and tear Kelly down for doing this. They're saying she's, a, she's, she's defending his abuse. So uh, a TMZ reporter or some photographer or somebody called her, um, I guess the day after getting in her vehicle. And uh, she says to her, you know, do you support Chris Brown or do you forgive him? And she said, we all need forgiveness. They kept trying to, and she asked her two or three times, do you forgive him? Do you think what he did should be forgiven? We all need forgiveness. Everybody should be asking for forgiveness for the things they do all the time, the things you're doing right now, the thoughts you having. Where is the grace? That's what she said. That's what makes us human is that we should have grace. Where is the grace? Kelly ain't never told a lie. And so you got all of these bitches. Yeah, you bitches today. You bitches today. You got these bitches, male or female, on the motherfucking blog on the motherfucking Twitter, talking shit. Like, let me let me go through a couple of these, because baby, I, it just was pissing me the fuck off. So look, here go one. Dusty ass bitches. No woman should support women who are abusers. Chris, I guess you meant no woman should support men who are abusers, but whatever. No woman should support, should support women who are abusers. That's what it's saying. Chris could have let Reed get deported since he hit him first and she admitted it. Reed wasn't a citizen at the time. Chris took her abuse and the world's abuse to save Reed. Make sure to include that next time. So no woman should support women who... Oh, okay. This one. I'm sorry. So this is another one. So this one actually was in support of Kelly and Chris. Okay. So this is We Law We 7 on Twitter. Says no woman... And this is in reply to all of these people going in on uh, Kelly, you know, trying to uh ask that chris you know be forgiven um said uh no woman should support women who are abusers chris could have let reed get deported since she hit him first and she admitted it reed wasn't a citizen at the time chris took her abuse and the world's abuse to save reed maybe make sure to include to include that next time so wow that is an interesting take on that and um i can see what she's saying you know what i mean because uh yeah Y'all ignoring, you know, the whole context of the situation. And like somebody else said, they fought and Chris won. Now, that went a little too far. Because <laughs> I don't condone no man with his hands on a woman. But if re admitted, like she admitted that she hit him first and she thought she was going to put hands all on him and he defended himself. I mean, at some point, you know, you got to say, okay, the man got a right to defend himself. Now, of course, you don't beat the shit out of her, the lemon daylights out of you. You understand you're stronger than her. You do enough to get the fuck off of you and you get the fuck on and move the fuck around. 
but clearly the man had anger issues. I believe he went and got therapy or some sort of, you know, treatment and he he did his he did his he paid his fucking dues, y'all. That's what the court system and the legal the system is for, right? So y'all don't trust the legal system and y'all know why y'all don't, right? Y'all know why y'all don't, because it's fucking screwed up. But then y'all gonna take it to the streets, to the court of public opinion, but y'all selective about where the fuck y'all wanna do the dragging. The canceling is very selective and it's it's screaming racism. People mad at Kelly talking about he Chris Brown. So I guess there was an incident where Chris Brown had some girls he ain't let in the club but let in his VIP section because they were dark skinned. I don't know how true that is or where that was confirmed. Because I don't sit on fucking blogs all day learning everybody goddamn transgressions. Because I got my own to focus on. Man in the motherfucking mirror. That's why y'all ain't want motherfucking Michael Jackson tribute to happen because y'all don't want to look at the man in the motherfucking mirror. So another tweet. Usher called Chris Brown a legend and received zero backlash. Kelly Rowland gave him his flowers for making great music and y'all couldn't wait to disrespect her. One, you hate black women. Two, Kelly will never be canceled. I know that's right. That was from There Go Terry at There Go Terry on Twitter. Thank you at There Go Terry. So um yeah somebody replied uh this is uh senor carlito p uh says same ones that say protect black women be in the front of the line participating in the attempted downfall okay for real like y'all real fucking funny then of course you get this weirdo protect black women's right to celebrate abusers be for real some of us call them both out now let me see this is what i like to do when I see these type of comments, I like to go and see what type of person this is because clearly you are a perfect person. So let's see how perfect you are. All right, let's see how perfect you are. These are the same motherfuckers. They just literally obsessed with the blogs. They obsessed with the blogs. Y'all obsessed with the blogs. It's very selective. It's very selective and it's given weird and I don't like it, okay? So can we just stop with the selective outrage? Because who do y'all think y'all are? Y'all are human. Y'all are not fucking perfect. We go to, uh, let me see, who this other one? So I guess Sierra needs to be canceled because she was she was rehearsing with him too. Y'all gonna go out to Sierra too? Uh, another tweet I found a supporter Chris Brown. Uh, H W Lo Loisa, girl, but I don't know how to say that shit. Loisa, I'm trying, girl. Sorry. Um, if women like Kelly Rowland, Sierra, and even Rihanna have come out to speak good things about Chris Brown, to me that means he's a good human being and not the monster y'all want him to be so bad. A black man that made a mistake a mistake at 19 does doesn't have to pay for it his whole life. Well, people don't share that sentiment. Somebody responded, uh, Karushi uh, been, been hanging on out in the same places as him for years, please. And Frank and him was both fighting. I don't get it why people always putting the blame just on his side. I don't know what that's about. Um, yeah, but I mean, that's that's crazy, right? Like you don't even know this man personally and you want to condemn him. <laughs> Judge ye not, lest ye, ye be judged. Like, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it's too many Bible verses and too many sayings and too many incidences out here that didn't happen where y'all don't have to sit here 
and throw stones and think that y'all doing something. You're not doing anything. You're making yourself look bad. And you, like I said before, you're creating an environment in which you you now have to be perfect, right? So now you living, you giving yourself no grace. You're giving when every time you do something to somebody else, that's what you're doing to yourself. You projecting on a Chris Brown is saying that you feel like you don't deserve forgiveness. You don't deserve grace in your life because you got you got to be so perfect and you know you ain't perfect. So I, I know you living in torment. I know your whole life is full of just fragments of you thrown all around, just waiting to be picked up and, and cast to the side. It's poetic justice. OK, Um so I, I don't know. I don't know where we're going as a society when this is what this is what we doing. I'm really mad though about this shit because I love Michael, okay? And y'all not gonna do him like this. Um but Kelly but uh Kelly, I could I, I salute you, sis. I salute all of the black women who are standing up for black men right now, regardless of whatever black men have done to you in your life. Now, I've been beaten raped, molested, all types of shit by black men. I'm just going to be real. But that's not to say exclusively black men are the per people who perpetrate this. I'm sure if I was a Chinese woman, I would have these same stories about Chinese men. I'm sure if I was a white woman, I would have these same stories about white men because that's who I would be around in my community, right? So let's let's get that out the way, okay? So whenever y'all out here talking about what black men do, remember it's in the context of who are the men that you deal with. So this is men, right? And it's gonna be good men and bad men of any fucking race. So let's just get over that. Black women, we have a job right now. If you don't understand that you are under spiritual fucking warfare, it's always been, it's always been an attack on black men. Okay, always. Because if you take the head, then you can take everything else behind it, right? If you could take down the strongest protector and provider of the household of the community, the protector of the community, you get rid of him. Now everything else becomes easy to do. That's war. That's you know. That's that's how to conquer. That's warfare one on war. Art of war one on one, right? Y'all already know this. So either you choose to fucking ignore it because you ignorant, or you just so fucking crazy. That you just really can't see through this bullshit that's going on around you. And you being your own worst enemy. Kevin Samuels. If you look at his channel and you look at some of the stuff he was talking about before he died. The stuff that blew up was, you know, him dragging black women. And, you know, them calling in. A lot of them needed to be dragged when I looked at some of the videos. Them bitches need to be dragged. So, sisters, please stop. Stop, 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 stop. Full fucking stop. We got to be accountable women. So I know I'm a fucking pick me right now. That shit don't even mean nothing no more. Fuck is a pick me. Fuck you. Of course we want to be fucking picked. Stop, stop fucking deluding yourself. Who the fuck want to sit here and do all this shit by themselves? Who the fuck want to live in a world unprotected without the protection of a black man as a black woman? Something wrong with you if that's not what you out here looking for. I mean, come on. I know I could do what I got to do by, by myself and I could do right by me and my family and my household. But why would I choose to, to struggle when I could have a helpmate, when I could have somebody that could really put that masculine energy in for me and, and me being able to now relax back into my feminine and do what I do best. So stop it. Y'all fucking crazy. So I'll be a motherfucking pick me if that's what the fuck it is. I'd rather be picked than pick the fuck over. You dusty, molded ass, shrunk up, blueberry looking bitches. I'm sorry. 
that wasn't no colorism because ain't none of you bitches blue well some of you but you know what i mean i love you i love you any fucking way they got them ashy blueberries so the light ones you know the ashy ones you could be it's a mixed bag it's a mixed bag so do what you want with that i don't give a fuck y'all kiss my ass you got a problem with fuck i'm saying put it in the comments share it fucking call me names and then we'll address it between me you and your motherfucking mama and jamaica okay um but yeah, so I just I just don't understand how we as black women can't understand it. So I saw a lot of black women and black men. Um, and I don't like I said, I, I think some of you are 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 men haters. You're just men haters because they were uh there was a lot of people too who were mad about the um Hebrew Israelites uh around the Barclays. And then even, you know, some of the backlash that Kyrie got, you know, okay, so the flat earth shit, yeah, that shit wild, bro. Like, I mean, I can't rock with it, but I'm not going to just completely disregard who he is as a person or other contributions he's made to society or, you know, the other truth. Like I said, we can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. So, yeah, he may have, you know, fall victim to some mad, wild conspiracy theory, but shit, all of this shit been conspiracy theories. Everything out here needs to be questioned. Why are y'all mad at people for asking questions? Have the conversation, you know, enlighten them, but don't call them names and cast them out because then that just show how ignorant you are They're, you're ignorant not the person who asking the questions you you shut somebody down that's asking a, a, a for real question you can't meet them with an intelligent answer you're ignorant not the person asking the so-called stupid question is the earth flat well explain this to this motherfucker go pull up some some sources and help this motherfucker learn and if they don't want to then that's on them but this name calling and, and calling and casting them to the side and, you know, trying to make make them deem useless because you can't articulate your point. Because that's what it come down to. Same thing with the ADL. You can't articulate your point. What's wrong with Hebrews and Negroes? But we already know what it is. You point it out. The truth don't need to be defended. Uh, hey, La, Kyrie Irving just tweeted that shit. The truth don't need to be defended. So, look. Do what y'all wilt. Do what thou wilt. But what I'm saying is black women... If you're if you're publicly tearing down black men for seeking out their truth, if you're publicly tearing down black men for being hypocrites um, at a time, you know, years ago, something they've done now is contradicting something they're doing now. Can you allow them to grow? Can you allow them to grow? Can you allow them to learn? Can you allow them to 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 express themselves? Y'all shaming people for, oh, y'all want to be Hebrew Israelites so bad. We are not Hebrew Israelites. I mean, I've seen so many crazy ass takes on this shit. We are not Hebrew Israelites. We're not Jewish. We are spiritual West Africans. And that's fine that you believe that. And then he can believe what the fuck he want to believe. Why can't we just accept other people going to believe what the fuck they want to believe? Let people come to their own conclusions about who they are. And how the fuck do you know this nigga ain't no motherfucking Hebrew? Were you there? Did you trace his lineage? Did you do the blood test? Like, shut the fuck up. Y'all get online and say a whole lot of shit that you don't fucking know what you're talking about. Let people be. What is it hurting you that this man want to be identified as Jewish, Hebrew, Israelite? What is that taking away from you? So you feel offended because you want us to be proud of our West African ancestry. Where did you miss the point that fucking the Hebrews, the Israelites was Africans? He never said he ashamed of being African. Where y'all getting this shit from? Stop listening to these motherfucking white people in the media and these bots and these old miserable ass motherfuckers that's out here trying to tear everybody else down because all they do is sit on the blog looking for somebody else to be better than. Ain't none of you motherfuckers perfect. Ain't none of us perfect. 
get over it black women we cannot keep doing this and yeah i know black men they be out here dogging us they they be telling they be talking down to us yes i see it i know not all black men are living up to the standard that we would like them to live up to but do that make you better by being now stupid to their level name calling judging canceling stereotyping do that make you better you're doing the same thing you look fucking crazy be better black women i ain't talking to black men because that ain't that ain't what i'm doing i ain't even saying shit to black men black men keep being kings y'all keep being kings i love you i love you what the fuck do y'all want from black men ask yourself what do you actually want from black men because the way y'all going about it you're not gonna get it you're not going to get it. Berating them isn't going to get it. Emasculating them isn't going to get it. Telling them to shut up, saying all the shit that white liberal media wants you to say on their behalf to them, calling them the N-word all up and down your comment thread, talking about their mama, talking to them all out of turn out their name. Ain't going to get it. We have lost the art of femininity. We have lost the art of articulation. We have lost the art of debate. We have lost the art of grace. We have lost the art of empathy and i feel sad if some of y'all are mothers to black men what is this next crop of black men gonna look like when you constantly spewing hate towards the very thing that he is white jesus got y'all mad in a chokehold whether you oh i'm not i'm not christian I'm not Christian, I'm spiritual, I'm this. But you're still worshiping white Jesus in your mind. Because you still can't stop looking at life. Yo, even the way you practice spirituality is through the lens of white supremacy. Some of you. Let the shit go. I saw a quote, Ryan Coogler, uh, from uh, the director, I believe, of uh, Wakanda. Um, he uh, was talking on i don't remember which show he was on i think with ebro whoever whichever show that is on um, one of the podcasts and he was saying he was in a village or somewhere in africa where the, they were selling watermelon and he, the way that the people reacted to getting the watermelon slices they were like treating them like they were gold and he was like why is this like what is happening happening here and she said because they're sacred she said watermelon is sacred it has so many nutrients it's you know it's the flesh and the water content and it, you know it's so helpful and healthy it's like so um it's a superfood it really is a superfood white people know this that's why you can't go to a goddamn mariano's or organic market somewhere and then people ain't, ain't buying them watermelons by the drove but i read and it, i'm sure it can be confirmed that they made us ashamed of eating watermelon because it was a cash crop so when we were sharecropping we was making good ass money off watermelon so they said oh, okay fuck that we're gonna make them ashamed to eat it so now they ain't got nobody to sell the watermelon to even if you know now, like living in Chicago, when you see them watermelon trucks, they come all the way from Mississippi. And then people, when the people out there buy them, they be lined up. They make good money selling the watermelons. Watermelon is amazing. It's got so many antioxidants and nutrients. Like you can live off of it. And they shamed us. And so that's what the guy, so Brian Cougar was saying that the um the lady was like, wait a minute. So y'all don't eat watermelon in America? He was like, they made us ashamed to eat it. So people don't eat it. And she's like, how would you let somebody tell you not to eat something that you know you should be proud of and that you know is good for you? How would you ever let that happen? It's the same concept with black men, black women. How do we let the power structure tell us black men ain't no good for us? 
Yeah, they can, you know, it's a lot of mass toxic masculinity. There's a lot of white supremacist mindset that some of them need to let go and stop enacting on us. But you deal with that on an individual one-to-one basis. You do not blanket our men. And you love them regardless. I don't give a fuck. Y'all need to learn what love is. Because love don't mean you support everything they do. Love does not mean you condone every action they take. You do not uh, 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 fail to hold them accountable. You do not um, reward their, their transgressions. But you have grace. You give them the 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 opportunity to raise up to a standard if you already telling them they ain't shit what the fuck else they gonna be give them something to work towards give them something to live up to it's tiring it's really sad and like i said you click on these bitches these main bitches spitting all this vitriol towards black men and siding with the liberal media saying how these men should never be forgiven for things that they've done and things that they've already paid their price for or that they weren't even convicted of. Y'all are sad. And you look through their pages and you click on that. All it takes is a couple. You click through, just go through like three tweets and you already see it. They, they worship white men. They in love with, the, oh, this blonde, blue-eyed guy. Oh, he's so gorgeous, you know. They're so obsessed with white men and the white power structure. It's giving Kamala Harris. It's giving Kentaji Brown. Y'all was so excited for sis. Where she at when, when your Roe v. Wade got overturned? Oh, we got a black woman. She's black. She couldn't even tell you what a woman was. Y'all was excited. She ain't, she ain't on your side, sis. She hate black men. It's it's all of that's very evident when you see how these people move. I don't give a fuck what they say out their mouth. When you look at the policies and the things that they put their actions behind and their authority behind, you see what the fuck they really own. Kamala Harris does not give a fuck about black men. And so if she don't give a fuck about black men, do you think she give a fuck about black women? How can somebody love, how can somebody hate black men and love black women? How? Y'all delusional as fuck. So I saw a guy tweet the other day, black men are catching it from all sides. And some, a black guy responded. I was, I think I retweeted and I was like, um, you know, I, I could argue with this at any other time, but right now I feel like I can't, you can't even argue it right now. It's so obvious. It's just an onslaught all day long they are trying to tear another black man down every day it's a new black man being torn down in the media and who at who is leading the charge they they put it out there but it's like the face of the movement be black women if it ain't black women it's a lot of these lgbtqia black men and i believe that's what this man was who responded to me he might have been a straight black man maybe and then you know you got black men that hate other black men well they down low I'm just saying, because I don't understand where's, why do you hate black men so much? Your father was probably a black man. Why? My daddy ain't perfect. Shit. Truth be told, my daddy full of shit. Let's just get that out there. But I love him. And if anything happened to him, I would be there for him. Because that's, that's the black man that brought me into this world. Who protected me. 
when I needed protection, who provided for me when I needed to be provided for. And regardless if he did that or not, I'm going to respect him as a human being and as a black man who, who, any black man you know that made it past goddamn 20, 24 years old deserves all your respect because if he ain't in jail, ain't murdered nobody, ain't robbed nobody, ain't killed nobody, ain't hurt nobody, he deserves all your respect. When, and when he live in a world that's always telling him that's what he been doing, that's all he is, and that's what he's supposed to do. I didn't mean to get on here and start preaching and yelling at y'all, but y'all know y'all pissing me the fuck off. Because one thing about me is I'm going to ride for my people and I'm definitely going to ride for black men. Because at the end of the day, I've had, I've gotten more love from black men, more support from black men than I've gotten from any fucking body else on this planet. Including black women. I've had black women within my own family and beyond my so-called sisters, sis, sis, y'all in your face, sis, sis, sis. And then these bitches go right on fucking behind your back and go kiki key with your fucking enemies, talk shit about you, they don't, don't want to help you in no situation where you're down, kick you when you're down, you know what I mean? D don't celebrate your victories with you, hate on you every fucking chance they get. It's some black men that do that shit too, but I ain't talking about them. I'm talking about us. We need to get step the fuck up because any any issue that you want to say you have with a black man, I guarantee you, you could look in a motherfucking mirror and see that shit in yourself. Do the work with yourself. Look within and and work on your shadows. Kelly Rowland was. We're human. That's what she getting at. That's what she said. We're human. Have some motherfucking grace. Ain't none of y'all perfect. Black men are far from perfect. Black women are far from perfect. And we live in a very imperfect world. But y'all cannot be out here letting white power structure run by these white, rich, powerful men tell y'all who cool and who not. What to do and what not to do. They told y'all stop eating watermelons and y'all stop eating watermelons. They told y'all stop wearing y'all natural hair and y'all stop wearing y'all natural hair. They told y'all you, you, you wasn't good enough if you didn't look a certain way and y'all out here trying to alter y'all looks. Give up the white man's mind. I had to respond to some chick, that, uh, somebody the other day was trying to go back and forth with me. Said the, the more you talk, the more obvious it is a white man is at the helm. Y'all got the y'all got co the colonizers man, baby, and y'all need to get that shit cleansed and purge that shit the fuck out of you. If you don't got no other New Year's resolution, I, I think your affirmation every day is, Lord, give me back my black mind. God, give me back my black mind. Where Dr. Umar at? Y'all tag Dr. Umar in this episode. Tell Dr. Umar we need to talk. Give me back my black mind. Y'all like to try to trash Umar too. What the fuck Umar do to y'all? Y'all really will find something wrong with every upstanding black man y'all can find out here. I guess y'all love Charles Barkley, old fucking sellout ass. And even with Charles, as much as he's disrespectful black men, if somebody came for Charles, I guarantee you as a black woman, if if they if if I know Charles don't deserve what he got coming from him, I'm gonna defend him. And you're not gonna take it too far. 
especially with that name calling shit. The way he did, I ain't like that. Him and Shaq, I don't like that. Why are you calling this man names? He did y'all would do that shit to his face, and you don't just des you don't deserve to be called names because somebody don't agree with what you did. So fuck you, motherfuckers, you weak ass bitch ass motherfuckers. <laughs> Child, I am tired. So if, if this was uh, what I was uh, waiting on, me to just sit here and rant for the last uh, 50 minutes or so, I'm sorry. This is, uh, we, we almost done here. But I just had to get on here and say that, y'all. I just want y'all to be thankful this, this Thanksgiving uh, and understand that we as a people, I ain't talking about half what I want to talk about because that shit just been blowing me. And it, I just had to. So we as a people got to stop. It went Black women, I'm talking to us. This one, This one is really for us. I talk to black men on another occasion, but I, I I can't as a black woman I can't call out black men. A black man gotta call out a black man, and there's plenty of black men out there doing that. So that's to me that's not my that's not my place. I can only talk about the black men that I'm dealing with and how they deal with me on on my personal level. But as far as society and culturally, what black men need to do, I can't say that. But I know as black women, what I need to say. Black women, we need to raise this shit to a, a different fucking standard. Get the colonizers mad from out of your fucking head. Use your own brain. This white, this feminist shit is, is for white women. And then look how they vote every time. This is the thing. Y'all talking the same shit that these bitches be talking about, the liberal white women be talking about. But then you go look at how they be voting. And them bitches is voting conservative. White women gonna side with they men, regardless of how uh, how abused they've been, regardless of how oppressed they've been, because they understand the power structure. What the fuck is taking us so long to get? And then y'all went and see our mamas, our mama. We are not our grandmothers. I love when they say that. We are not our grandmothers. Yeah, well, you you damn right we not. Because y'all complain about every fucking thing. Weak as fuck. Weak as fuck. I'm not saying you're supposed to take no abuse. I'm not saying you're supposed to let Earl go run around town, cheat on you, embarrass you all over town. But what I am saying is you do what you got to do to keep the family going. Do what you got to do to elevate your, your, your community. And so sometimes that's going to take you to turn your motherfucking head and, and act like you don't see this nigga over there cheating when you know he doing some other shit for the community and you can't really up in this whole shit right now. That don't mean you can't go out there and go get your, your little piece on the side, honey. But you got to do things in the context of what is for the greater good. We too selfish. We too selfish. We too short-sighted. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I hope that y'all have a great Thanksgiving. I hope that y'all are not allowing other people to tell you how to think and what to think. I hope that you can focus on who the real enemy is in your life, who is really causing you the oppression in your life. Because chances are it's not black men. Black men do not own all the media. Black men do not run all of your life, your government. Black men ain't out here fucking the curriculum up in schools, getting rid of uh, critical race theory. Y'all want to talk about black men ain't voting for the black women running for Stacey Abrams fucked her own campaign up. And black men came out and supported her. It was like over 50 some percent. It was like between 46 and 54 percent or some shit like that. So let's stop. Let's stop with this stupid ass narrative that white needed and put in your fucking head. Turn, but you know what? Black women turn the TV off. Turn the TV off. 
unsubscribe, unfollow all the motherfucking blogs, all the motherfucking gossip columns, all the motherfucking um news sites, all of them fucking politicians. Stop with the yes queen, yes queen support. Y'all a bunch of fucking narcissists, bro. Y'all just want somebody to rub y'all motherfucking ego, stroke your motherfucking ego. And as long as they do that and tell you black queen, you ain't, you can do no wrong, then y'all cool with that. So I think that's this what the next episode gonna be. We gonna figure out how to break down what the fuck is going on. Well, let's be accountable, black women. Y'all gonna hate me. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Cause I'm sick of it. I know black men sick of it too. And they can't say half the shit they want to say about you raggedy ass bitches. But I will. I'll be the motherfucking pick me if that's what the fuck it is. I'd rather be a pick me than picked over your moldy, dusty assholes. Your dried up, GMO seed ass bitches. I said it. <laughs> Shout out to my black queens who ride for the black men though. Cause we out here. We out here. We just, it's just like the, the negative is just so much more amplified than the positive so we got to do our part to stop amplifying to stop perpetuating their bullshit and to be louder about our love and support like kelly wrote take the cue from our queen kelly Rowland. okay he he how she a dark-skinned woman defended him he wouldn't even let her in her section at the club were you there and if so okay and so he he fucked up had a conversation with him, but that means everything else he do is is deserves to be fucking scrutinized. He don't ever deserve to to live his normal life for a mistake, for a ju a, a, a lapse in judgment. Y'all so fucking perfect. I can't wait to put y'all under this motherfucking microscope and see how did you become so perfect on a cellular level. I need to know on a cellular level. <laughs> Why are you so perfect, black women? Y'all have a good day. It's been real. Chilling the dance, my spinners. I hope y'all enjoyed my rant because that's what I have for y'all today, baby. Because I, I just, I'm in my lounge where too. I'm chilling. Chilling, chilling, Andrena, okay? Well, so I'm about to turn up, y'all. It's going to, you know, have a happy holiday. Enjoy y'all family. Don't go around them toxic motherfuckers if you don't want to be around them toxic motherfuckers. Go hang out with your friends. Go treat yourself to dinner. Fuck that toxic-ass family, okay? Don't nobody need that negative fucking energy in your life. Them motherfuckers is a bunch of weirdos, and they just going to bring you down, and they going to fuck your kids' heads up, too. So keep them away from your fucking kids, because that they, they tank their mind, they turn your kids against you, they be talking shit about you right in front of them, put all your business on the street, can't wait to fucking put your business out there. And if you go, fuck it. Grandma say some crazy shit to you, light her ass up. Tell her that's why our pussy stank. You went in the bathroom right behind her. That shit was fucking foul. Let her know. Internet? You got that molester cousin, that uh, molester uncle? Tell his weird ass to stay his ass in the motherfucking bathroom. You'll bring his plate in there. Because don't nobody want his weird ass out here with the kids. Let him know. If you gonna go... If you gonna go... Let them motherfuckers have it. Have this be the Thanksgiving they'll never forget. And then leave that bitch like a boss. Smoke your cigarette right on the porch. Flick that motherfucker right in the grass. Fuck him. <laughs> I love y'all, man. Y'all have a good week. Peace.